Ryan Dunn was a well-known stunt performer, TV personality, actor, and comedian well-known for being part of the TV show Jackass. One night on the way back home from a bar, he and an assistant friend veered off the road and crashed into a tree, killing them both instantly. This week on Death and Entertainment. Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. Ah! What do you call this thing anyway? Death in entertainment. Hello, governor. <laughs> you doing that voice again? Yeah, why not? <laughs> no one asked for it. Here it is, guys. Kyle Ploof as a pirate, kind of, or a an old, or like an old school um, colonial era bartender or something. My name Bill. Hey, what can we get you? <laughs> Hello, I'm gonna do it too. It's fun. Hunter's <laughs> doing it also. What's going on, yes. guys? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode forty. Oh my god! We, Over the fucking hill, dude. We have made it to our midlife crisis here. Jesus, we're buying a Porsche 911 Carrera and we're <laughs> crashing into a tree <laughs> too soon. Jeez, hey. yikes! Uh, my name is Kyle Plouffe. My name is Mark Mulcairn. I'm Alejandro Dowling. And a little background for everybody, if you're just finding us, today we're covering Ryan Dunn. And like we have said before, we are a true crime comedy podcast. So if you're not the type that thinks the best laughs are had at a funeral, get out. <laughs> Hit the bricks, okay? This ain't your pod. Well, everybody, this episode is taking us all the way back to June 20th, 2011. Oh, boy. Okay, what do we got for our pop? <laughs> Top of the pops. <laughs> Boy. All right, what do we got for the pop culture flash, Alejandro? Take it away with the top movies. Number five, Green. Can you finish the sentence? Hornet. Shit movie. Lantern. Lantern. Oh, my lantern. Oh, my, my lanta. <laughs> that really was a DOA kind of thing. Horrible. Yeah. It was a horrible movie. It was like almost being looked at as like his final performance because it was just so bad. They were really? like, he is not a viable actor. Well, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was having trouble finding his footing then. Yeah. Because another movie he did around the same time was R.I.P.D. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? I forget that existed. Yeah. Or I forgot that existed. <laughs> they Lucky. Yeah. I like that better. I think about I it every day. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Ghostbusters Men in Black ripoff. Yeah. Where in the afterlife, they're like agents that have to go hunt down the undead yeah. on Earth horrible. or something. Horrible. And they call them Deados. Oh, that'd be a good oh. name for our. Uh, <laughs> that's the only good thing I take away from that. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I, that was the one thing I remember from that movie. I'm like, that's kind of clever to call. Call them deados. What's up, deados? How you doing out there? Deadies. Deados. What, what the deadies? Pow! I just shit my <laughs> pants. And Jeff Bridges has a ridiculous accent yeah. in that movie, and he's like, all right, let's go get us some deados. <laughs> oh, man. That it's horrible. Awful. And it was in 3D. Such a bad catchphrase. And I've seen it more than once. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Number four, Super 8. That was like a Spielberg. No, J.J. Abrams. Movie. Oh, when they first started working together. Super not memorable. All right, yeah. number three, <laughs> X Men, 
First class. I loved it. Oh, wait. Remind me. That's the one. Michael Fassbender is Magneto. Where they're all like the young versions. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the names. I used to like X-Men, like the t- the, the animated TV show back in the day. Yes. But these movies, I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a big Brian Singer fan? The no. Singer ones, I... I... I like his off-screen antics. I don't like his movies and stuff. Yeah. I genuinely... <laughs> yeah. He knows how to throw a good hot tub party. <laughs> <laughs> Movies, yeah, that is good. Yeah, I like his his parties are great. Drink the champagne. <laughs> yeah, he is strict though on the age limit. Yeah. yeah, him and Jeffrey Jones, you know. Oh boy! All right, um, number two, <laughs> cats, cars. <laughs> oh my god, are you going blind? <laughs> uh oh, cars too. And the fact that there would be a cat too would be very. <laughs> See, that's what tipped me off that it wasn't Cats. Oh, because I saw the number <laughs> the sequel two. sequel thing, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no sequel to the movie Cats. No. Well, not hopefully yet. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. I Let's mean, uh, keep it that way. Maybe I'll make one, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cars 2. Uh, sequel to Cars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Little you known your, fact. You do your own research on this? <laughs> and this is Pixar, officially. It is. Yeah. yeah. I like Pixar movies, but, like, I can't get over the fact that why, why am I watching Cars talk? It's just so stupid. They're, well, you're an adult, first of all. Well, yeah. I still show up to see Pixar movies. Well, we know well, your yeah. predilection. Yeah, you watch <laughs> Angus all the time, <laughs> too. <movie>. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then number one movie, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. I thought I double checked out to make sure it wasn't supposed to say Dark Side of the Moon. I literally just Googled that and I was like, wow, it really is Dark of the Moon. It's such a weird because they can yeah. they couldn't say Dark Side of the Moon, I guess. Uh, yeah. Is Roger Waters going to sue them or something? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I he guess. is very litigious. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's he he's a real personality. He like he likes going after people. He's a real cut up. Yeah, he well, hates he, Israel. I know that. Much. Uh, yeah, he's not a big fan of that. <laughs> I don't know if he sued them or not, but but yeah, uh, him he and, sued the entire population, yeah, the state the of, Israel, of Israel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the UN. Uh, no, but him and David Gilmore and them have like beef and stuff that that goes way back. But either way, I have something to add about dark dark side. I was going to say dark of the moon. There was a famous accident that happened on that set. It was filmed in Chicago. Yeah, and I lived in Chicago at the time, and so this was all over the news. A wire snapped on set and it hit an extra in the head. Ooh. And she lost a good percentage of her head. Ooh. But survived. What? Yeah. That's like uh, the wait, beginning a of- good per- like like seventy percent of her head. How much a good percent? How much head did I lose, Doc? <laughs> yeah. uh, a good percentage. Yeah. How much <laughs> did you really need a full head? Yeah. I got it right here. She won eighteen point five million dollars in the lawsuit a million for every inch ahead <laughs> oh disrupted a third of her head oh okay oh, that's a, that's a survivable i thought it was like you know she just had like the face basically and like you know is yeah a Mark, third you, of your head you're so casual about it oh a third of the head that's nothing <laughs> that's nothing <laughs> you'll be fine yeah just wear Me. a smaller hat <laughs> <laughs> i just take a couple aspirin it'll be fun you don't have any eyebrows or a forehead <laughs> yeah. but you look fine oh yeah just a third it's no. just the back of your head that's nothing top music we got here the lazy song by bruno mars is fifth the lazy how does that go on the billboard chart i don't feel like doing anything sounds like a kid song i have no idea okay that's something it could be it number four (laughs) that's horrible et 
by Katy Perry featuring Kanye West. I love you, Elliot. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> what is this song? What what is the all these songs? I have songs? no idea. You could make you could have made up just word for word every everyone on here, and I would no clue what they are. Yeah, I only know two songs of this uh, top five. Number she's th- a little late with ET, don't you think? Yeah. yeah well, real. she's not afraid of using ET. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like they were afraid of Dark Side of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. Like, what's her next uh, song? Pete's Dragon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Party Rock Anthem by LMA. Wait, I can't even read Laughing letters. Laughing my ass off. LMFAO. No, it says featuring Lauren Bennett yes. and Goon Rock. Like, who the fuck are these people? Don't know. What don't care. are these things? What are we <laughs> what are we reading off? <laughs> Number two, Give Me Everything by Pitbull, featuring Neo, Afrojack, and Nayer. <laughs> Give me a couple more background singers, you know yeah, what I mean? Jeez. <laughs> who isn't on this song? Number one, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. See, this one I know. Yeah. Rolling in the deep. Where were you guys when I needed you for the lazy song? Yeah, we should do a (laughs) two-man duet group or something. (laughs) And with that, we're going to transform into the story of Ryan Dunn. Ooh, that's good stuff there. Okay, so Ryan Dunn was born in Southern Medina, Ohio, on June 11th, 1977. So his death came a little bit after his birthday and a little bit after mm-hmm. today, actually, also. So yeah. we're, we're dealing with a lot of anniversaries and birthdays of Ryan Dunn. He um, grew up in funky cold Medina. Yeah, I don't know, because I heard it pronounced Medina, Ohio. Oh, well, I don't also. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funky cold Medina. Vagina, vagina. Right. Oh my god. I stumbled over your vagina. <laughs> it was gold too. Yeah. So yeah, he moved around a lot. Um I, I think he also lived in Williamsville, New York for a while, also. Another, I'm sure, equally as podunk nowheresville as as <laughs> as Medina. Um Williamsville is a village in Erie County, New York. The population is fifty three hundred. Very small town. Yeah, mm. that's a small town. Wow. Um, I guess Ryan hated school as a kid, and he would cry all the time, which is why he got the nickname Crying Ryan. Oh, that was me growing up. Really? I was the crying kid. Little cry baby? Yeah. Oh, going to cry? Yeah, and then people would do that, <laughs> and I'd cry even more. You would do it in front of people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like at school? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Little oh biatch. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to cry, but, you know, I yeah. could hold it in. I, could, I couldn't stop it. You can't cry in front of people. Watch me. <laughs> There's no crying in elementary school. There's no yeah. crying in math class. <laughs> yeah, I tried to I tried to hold in every emotion I ever had, which right? I still do to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Or I'm gonna blow up like uh Michael Douglas in uh, falling down. 
<laughs> Do you ever feel like, oh, I don't cry that much, and then yeah. randomly you'll be crying over something really stupid? Yeah, like like not winning the lottery. I almost cried about that recently. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, like like I thought I had a chance. Yeah, like I always do. I've been I'm playing. Like, Today's the, the day, baby. I've been playing the Powerball. Yeah, and I read the the numbers. I go, how dare I not win the lottery yeah, today? Seriously, that's how far I've come. I'm like, if show business isn't working out, the the plan B is winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Fran Lebowitz in that Martin Scorsese uh, Netflix documentary. Yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, at this point, I need to win the lottery. <laughs> it's an investment. Yeah. I like it that most of a lot of that documentary is just her saying, I need more money. That's <laughs> her biggest problem. Yeah. I need money. Maybe write another book then. I know. Maybe she should. Um, anyway, Ryan Dunn, when he was 15, his family moved to Westchester, Pennsylvania. This is the most biggest thing that would ever happen to him here. It was like, you know, history was made here, basically. Really? Um, he went to Westchester East High School and where he met fellow Jackass star Bam Margera on his first day of school. Boom. Wow, first yeah. day. Bam, boom. Um, <laughs> I guess the move to Westchester was actually a decision by his parents to get him to stop using drugs. He got hooked early, like uh, in in Ohio. I think you know, just to stop him from crying, they probably gave him drugs, and then you know, it got a little too out of hand. So eventually, they had to move to Westchester East High School, which is actually, you know, that seemed like the more moderate place to move. I guess. Yeah. Will you quit doing drugs and hang out with Bam Margera, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start start jumping in fucking you know shit. Yeah. <laughs> if they could only see in a crystal ball. Yeah. yeah. Like that was the safe move or something. <laughs> Instead, could you uh, ride bikes off of churches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These two guys were a few years apart. I guess Bam was like thirteen when Ryan got there when he was fifteen. So they weren't mm. like same class. It wasn't like you know right away. Mm. But like they got a group of friends. Like his brother. Bam's brother with Jesse, who was the same age as Ryan, mm. who's the one that started the band CKY, which I'll, I'll go into in a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, so Ryan became friends with this guy, Brandon Camillo, who's also from Jackass. And uh, Jesse, like I said, was uh, Bam's brother. But they would all hang out in like one big like gang of dudes, basically, mm. like in various ages and stuff. Um, this group also included Rab himself from Jackass and later on Viva La Bam and this guy Brandon Novak who was a piece of work and this other guy uh Rake John who was like their other friend that they'd bring around once in a while. So is this the seedling for Jackass? This is the seedling for CKY and later on some Jackass people okay. it's like Menudo people like kind of mix around and like kind of come in and out and it's like <laughs> an ever ever evolving group of people and stuff. Yeah. Um so this is the group basically that would become CKY, which is a, it stands for Camp Kill Yourself, uh, which is a reference to the movie Sleepaway Camp from 1983, mm. which is like kind of a knockoff horror movie, like on a, camp and a stuff. A slasher flick. Yeah. I don't know if it became the Mike Myers thing or like- or it Came? It, what do you mean? No, it no. inspired that or something. Oh, no. Which one came first? That was, that was, Halloween was way before Yeah, that. Halloween was before. Sleepaway and Camp way was- better. 1983 it had one of my favorite um, VHS covers at Blockbuster because mm -hmm. it had like the Freddy Krueger glove, the Jason mask, like all in this girl's like possessions. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was kind of a knockoff, if yes. anything. Okay. Yes, it was a knockoff. Yeah. So before that, they the first thing they ever did together was creating a band called Soul Roach. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Papa. 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, Papa Roach. Yeah, that was a, a predecessor of uh, Papa Roach. They had some competition. They're like, all right, we got to add something else before <laughs> yeah. Roach. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> so awful. <laughs> that whole era of music was so bad. But uh, well, that's another. I podcast. still love it. Kyle's got the poster open. It was Sleepaway Camp 2 had the Freddy and Jason thing. Oh, no shit. I couldn't believe they were able to use it. They probably weren't allowed to, but they yeah. did it. Well, they don't <laughs> own the rights to a, a white hockey mask. and They got more balls than the Transformers people. Well, the white hockey mask is like a regular hockey mask, but the glove is a Freddy Krueger glove, very clearly. It's clear. Yeah, what else would that be used for besides yeah. like it's Nothing. merch for it, Freddy Krueger? It was basically. literally created for <laughs> it him. Literally merch. Um, so... After the this horrible band Soul Roach, in which they they <laughs> entered the high school battle of the bands uh, with Ryan as the lead singer. Ryan Dunn was the lead singer. Of he this sang band. too, but not really. But oh. he like he asked. He said, "Hey, uh, we should start this band and do the battle of the bands at high school, and I should be the lead singer." And uh, Jesse Margera goes, "Oh, cool. Can you sing?" He's like, "No," <laughs> but they did it anyway, and they got last place. They eventually switched gears and started making videos of themselves basically kicking the shit out of each other um, for their own entertainment, I guess. Um, they would, like, jump off buildings, pretend to fight, pull pranks, etc. Shit like, you know, highbrow stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then they started taking these videos more seriously because people were, like, started enjoying them. Like, to say oh. they got more serious is a ridiculous thing to say because they're still doing, you know, they're still jumping and shit and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Who's enjoying them besides uh, them? I, I think they just pass them out to friends and stuff. They had a big network around Westchester, and mm. like people would be like, "Oh yeah," they you know they'd be responsive to it. And then uh, Bam started like he was a skateboarder, which is like a big network of like finding people and finding like you know fanzines and like sending around skate videos and stuff. So everyone did these skate videos, which is basically like four hours of dudes skating, yeah. which got boring after a while. Yeah. But he mixed it up with them doing like pranks and like, you know, stunts, stunts and shit like that. Yeah. And that was always the best part. If you ever had to sit through one of those skating videos, yeah. it was when someone got injured. <laughs> um, I have an example of it here. Um, and then it kind of just drifted into like doing dumb stuff to kind of amuse ourselves. As the years went on, we realized that why not just put the stuff out in a video since everybody's asking for it anyway. And that's when uh, CKY started. I love this John song. That <laughs> yeah, that, that's CKY. That song. That's like their, their main anthem, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. They well, would they would use throughout all these videos and shit. Mark called them horrible. How do you feel about that? No, he I called know. Soul Roach horrible. Oh, you're CKY right. Yeah, is yeah. actually good. Yes. My apologies. CKY <laughs> is not a bad band. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just funny that they it's the same name as like the comedy sketch group is the same name as the band and stuff. I like yeah. that they keep it one big thing. And CSNY. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also a band. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, a lot of I, I like when they did the uh, the shopping carts thing where they just throw oh, the yeah. shopping carts into the fucking bushes and shit. Yep, uh, that was one of my favorite things when I first started seeing Jackass. So, Bam would go on to get um, getting sponsored by Nike, like wow. he for, for skateboarding. Like he was like huge, like b based off like the CKY comedy videos and stuff. Like he was getting a lot of notoriety and like skating. It at this time it became like a huge profitable thing. To be like a like after Tony Hawk got huge, oh, yeah. like you know, like you could make so much fucking money, and he made 
millions. He didn't really really care about the Jackass movie or any of that uh, or money or any of that shit. Um, th- like he, his bread and butter was getting sponsored by these big brands and like you know like skateboard companies and shit. That just seemed like the coolest thing to become a pro. Yeah. Go to the X Games, you know, get sponsored by Vans. Yeah, yeah. I unfortunately you know couldn't. <laughs> I grew up in rural Wisconsin. Yeah. And I did not skateboard. <laughs> well, that's a problem if you're trying to get sponsored for skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> that's a major fundamental problem. Yeah. Think, yeah. That was my impasse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, All right. So I don't know how to skateboard. I don't own a skateboard. <laughs> how do we get this contract going? How do we get it going? Yeah. Where do we start here? <laughs> um, so Bam's out there making like crazy cash with like Nike and stuff and making all this money, but they're doing these CKY videos. People are consuming these by the millions. They're getting like back in the day, you know, you'd have going viral would be someone just making copies of videotapes oh, yeah. and just giving them to five friends, vice versa, giving them to 10 friends. And then it would just uh, like a pyramid scheme. But like <laughs> no one's making any money, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bam's out there making all this money, skateboarding and stuff. And Ryan Dunn is basically working at gas stations in Westchester after <laughs> high school and stuff and kind of doing nothing with his life. His first jackass appearance was when um, his CKY buddy, Brandon DiCamillo, which I mentioned before, rubbed shit on his face while they were asleep. Oh. <laughs> which is good work if you can get it, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Classic bit. But, like, I think Ryan Dunn always wanted to get, like, be the star of these videos, but he was always kind of on the outside because he's still basically the new kid in town, even though he had been there for, like, you know, five years and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of these guys are like gang, you know, ganged up together and stuff and like, you know, close buddies. And whereas he's still seen as like the outsider. Mm-hmm. I think the first crazy thing he did, like I mentioned before, he took a he was a BMX rider. So he took a BMX bike and rode it off of church roof. <laughs> wow. And like that got like one of the bigger, you know, notoriety. Like, I don't know if it's just that, but I guess. Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville, I think, saw that or saw a bu- one of the one of their main videos that came out is like, oh, we got to use this for Jackass. In a weird coincidence, around the time that they were putting together Jackass, they happened to come across these CKY videos. I don't know if it inspired the show or anything, or you know, or it just so happened someone uh, gave them one of these tapes when they were putting together this TV show. Logically, you would think that it inspired the show because it sounds exactly like the show. Yeah. But really, who wasn't trying to do something like that at that time? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was a big time for like doing insane crazy shit. On, shit. On, uh, yeah, I would film a bunch of shit, too. But the thing is, we would also do stupid shit without it being filmed. Yeah. Like 98, me and my friend would like videotape a ton of shit, like going to Maine and just like fucking around. Yeah. Like, yelling to random people on yeah, the street. Like, pretty much. Invasion of the penises. Yeah. <laughs> just get blackout drunk and like, oh, that was awesome. And then watch it the next day and like, dude, we should be yeah, SNL. Exactly. We should be, you know, someone. Oh, well, that's what me and my friends thought because we would do like the grocery shopping carts and like all that stuff. Oh, really? They used to fit. My friends would film me like I'd go to public but places. But this is after Jackass already came out. No. Oh, it was really? Before. Oh, it, so they stole your idea. But that's how we felt. We were like, we were so pissed when Jackass came out. We were like, are you fucking serious? You're going to get a TV It must have just it? been in the ether. And someone of was course gonna, it was. Someone yeah. was going to get a big payday doing it. Yeah. Everybody was fucking doing that. Yeah. Jackass was just, they were the lucky assholes that made it yeah. work and got famous from it. Well, yeah, they, there's a whole power struggle thing here because 
Jeff Tremaine, Johnny Knoxville, and Spike Jones, I think, are the three owners of the name Jackass. Mm-hmm. Like they brought on these guys, all this, this whole group of people, you know, Steve O, Preston, um, you know, Bam, Ryan Dunn, and Johnny was like the main guy, and he got famous from like taking a bullet to the chest with a bulletproof vest on. That was his first like big. Yeah, thing. yeah, and he got like tased and stuff, okay. and like he was an actor out in Hollywood who had just kind of like gone nowhere with his career mm-hmm. and he's like i gotta do something now and then he's like why not take a bullet to the chest in you know in encino <laughs> oh it was in encino <laughs> i don't know where it was but oh. it, it, it sounds about right <laughs> but i i always find it interesting that cky and these guys didn't go out and like make get their own tv deal they eventually did with viva la bam yeah i think what what happened with uh with them is they saw spike jones they were a fan of his music videos and stuff oh he was a revolutionary this is, be- this is before music being, video being guy. john malkovich so yeah even before that he was like beastie boys he was doing moby he was doing like huge music videos that, when like dvds were cool at first yeah you had to have those music video collections like Michelle Gondry, Spike Jones. Totally. They were awesome. He, yeah, because he did all the Beastie that, that was, Boys. Yeah. Weezer. I think the year. Fat from, Lip. From like 1989, 90 or something to like 1999 were like the best music videos ever. Great. Or maybe even pushed that forward to like 2004. But then they just kind of like the budgets weren't there anymore for music videos. No. And there's no more auteurs really working in music videos. <laughs> no, it's it's not hip anymore to no. make music videos. That's yeah. for damn and sure. Bjork's not making any new music videos, or, or no. Radiohead barely is. And yeah, oh god, no one gives a shit. Um, <laughs> but when was this being developed? Well, I I have that here. Originally, Jeff Tremaine, who's like the main producer and director guy you see all the time with the big puffy coat he's always mm-hmm. wearing. Um, he sold the idea to SNL initially. Mm. Um, and they were going to develop it in having like an ongoing sketch on SNL. Wow. But like, I think they had initial meetings and then at some point they were like, nope, this is not going to work for Jackass. It just doesn't make sense. They want way too much control. They're like, we already got Chris Katen here. Yeah. Yeah. Going to do his animal character. (laughs) We got Mango. Can we we put Mango in the Jackass sketch? (laughs) Can we have a Johnny Knoxville kick Mango like (laughs) off a church roof or something? In the chest. Yeah. In the (laughs) chest. Kill him if you can. (laughs) Light Mango's balls on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot a staple gun into fucking Mango's face. (laughs) (laughs) poor mango we are annihilating him right now mango yeah speaking of he had a lifelong injury from doing a oh yeah he did chris katan yeah he wrote a book about it yeah so he he kind of did like a jackass type stunt (laughs) pretty much except it wasn't as cool yeah it was in a golden girl sketch it it wasn't filmed it was like yeah it was a golden girl (laughs) could you imagine you're almost paralyzed from doing a golden girl (laughs) sketch (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you got like the Stephen Hawking like entire like motorized scooter and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, what happened to you? You're typing with your tongue. <laughs> you have to type out Golden Girl Sketch. I played B Arthur in Golden Girl Sketch. <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> um so yeah, I eventually there was a bidding war with Comedy Central and MTV. 
My guess is that Spike Jones had that relationship at MTV. He was like a god over there in like 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Spike Jones it is. That would have been the height, too, of his music video prowess. Because that was when he did um, Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim, The yeah. famous one where he, he starred in it. He's like a dance instructor. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It was like the, uh, uh, what are they called? Praise You. Yeah, yeah, praise you, but what's the uh, flash mob? Pretty yes. much. It's like a whole bunch of people outside dancing. Amazing yeah. video, though. Yeah. He did great work there. And then I think that he's like, at some point, I want I want a payday here. Uh-huh. So uh, Jackass debuts October 1st, 2000. After the second episode had aired, MTV gained its highest Sunday ratings in its history, drawing 2.4 million viewers among the ages of 12 and 34 years old, which is the, the that's the money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably leaning on the twelve side, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was I was right in right smack dab in the middle of there, and I was definitely their target demographic because mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh yeah, when that hit, if you were around that age in that yeah. demo, you remember it. It was a sensation. Yeah. So Ryan Dunn's part of it really took off. Like he was in it, but he wasn't in it that much. Like what at the top of it, okay. like when it first came out. Um, he his part really took off though, um, and he started standing out when uh, he shoved a toy car up his ass. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Which they recreated for the first movie. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, originally it was supposed to uh, be Stevo who's going to be doing that, but Ryan Dunn stepped up and was like, "No, if he's not going to do it." I'm fucking doing it. I'm sticking that car up my ass. It's because, yeah, when you're on the periphery of uh, being a regular cast member and like a featured player, yeah, it's like you need to really do something drastic. You got to do something drastic, <laughs> yeah. especially with these fucking maniacs. Put that maniacs. car in my ass. Put that car in my ass. <laughs> JFK was there JFK too. JFK was there also. <laughs> yeah, you have to step up. You gotta so, step up and sit down on this car. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta show what your asshole is made of. Well, they, um, the basic gist of the prank is that he shoved a toy car into his ass with lube, of, of course. Thank God. Uh, and then he went to a doctor to get an X-ray because he said his lower back was hurting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a clip of it here. I mean, he was chilling with that thing in his butt for the whole day. Oh, fuck! And uh, it was just one camera and done. And I don't think anyone could have pulled that off. Like he did. The doctor's face is so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's not part of you. That's something extra. I wouldn't know if I ate that. No, you you won't be able to swallow that. That's it's a car toy. Well, how did a car toy get there? Swallow Maybe it. Maybe you stuck it up your ass. I don't stick anything up my ass. Bud X ray was and probably still is the best thing we ever shot. I would agree with that. There was no stunt. That got more attention than that. Well, after that, the doctor goes, he goes, don't tell anyone about this. Oh, yeah. This person right here talking to the guy with, with the camera. That's one too many. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, so after this, Dunn was nicknamed the random hero for taking on stunts that even some of his fellow co-stars would not do. Yeah. So he's just the random hero. You got to do it. Got to do it. Got to stick the car in your ass. <laughs> and- I guess originally they were going to put a small flip phone cell phone in the ass, but oh, it was God. too big. Too big, and also there's radiation. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Elisa. His concerns was yeah. the radiation. You really think they were thinking about radiation, yeah. Kyle? I would. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's, what a weird <laughs> yeah. point to yeah, make. Ever turn the microwaves off? Yeah. <laughs> well, what about the dye in the toy car? Yeah, it's oh. in a condom. Yeah, okay. I'm worried about tearing my ass up. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Um, so Jackass, the TV show, went on for three seasons and made a ton of money for MTV. Um, but not so much the cast. Really? Uh, yeah. Over the years, there's been a lot of upset cast members about how much they were getting paid. and So basically, Tremaine, Knoxville, Jones, they're yep. the ones that are they're the ones that make reaping the, the benefits. Totally. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, everyone else, you know, you're just a, you're a hired gun. Yeah. Steve-O was still pretty much like almost homeless uh, after the second season. Yeah. I remember. He's like, dude, you've done two full seasons of a television show and still are struggling. And yeah. he and Ryan Dunn were raging alcoholics at the time. Well, yeah. We'll, You'd we'll, almost we'll, have to be for some of those stunts. We'll get it. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll get into that a little bit more. But yeah, Steve-O, I think he claimed that a lot of that the jackass stuff is what led him to his like drug addiction, his own issues and stuff. I mean, who he would was... question him on that statement? Well, he, he was already <laughs> doing drugs before. Of course, all yeah. these guys were. Obviously, yeah. Ryan Dunn was fucking with stuff when he was 15 years old. Yeah. So. Steve um, went to clown college and he did? Yeah. yeah. They found him at the literally the circus in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did I not know he was a clown? He ran away with the circus. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> he was a circus performer. Yeah. yeah. That, he wanted that. His dad is like a huge fucking executive for Coca-Cola. His dad is like fucking <laughs> a billionaire. Or something. Okay. I am learning a lot about Steve-O. I did not know. Yeah. Yeah, he, dude. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but he actually on the last movie actually i think his dad is starting to do more of his business because his dad was an executive yeah his dad brought him everywhere like he lived in brazil he lived in like five countries before he was like 18 years old yeah and his dad is now negotiating with uh jackass and tried to get more money out of them for the first time ever steve-o put his foot down and said i want more money Wow. For this, this this last movie that came out, which is four, and they said no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they said no. Yeah. Well, he did the movie anyway. He did it anyway. Oh, they yeah. had a, yeah. Him <laughs> and him and Johnny Knoxville had a public uh, skirmish a little bit. Yeah. But he ended up being in the movie. But they yeah. were planning on doing it without him. I think he got a little bit more money, but I don't think it was much. But he was saying how he got pissed, like when they'd start doing Bad Grandpa, like without all those guys. Oh yeah. Like, they just they were just showing them like Spike Jones and Johnny was like. We could do this without you guys. Yeah. We don't need you. I love Bad Grandpa. It's great. They totally proved they could do it without them, <laughs> in my opinion. Of course. Because I thought it was probably the funniest thing they ever did, to be honest. Well, they get the notoriety, and I'm not saying this is okay, but they're allowed to do their own shows. Like, they did uh, Wild Boys and stuff. And, yeah. like, I think now they're getting better with, like, kind of creating their own content, doing podcasts and stuff like that. But initially, they were just young kids who were like, Oh yeah, we'll just follow whatever uh, Jeff Tremaine and all these professionals say because they they were like they'd been in L.A. for years. Yeah. They just assume they're, they're the people you follow because these guys are just They'll fucking take care maniacs. of us. Yeah. yeah, that's going on on a different level on a different plane right now with people like David Dobrik on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. where they got famous for stunts. Yeah, jackass ripoffs that started on Vine. And then a couple years ago, someone almost died doing one of the stunts for David Dobrik, his buddy, and his buddy's suing him now. Oh, yep. really? Yeah. David Dobrik is incredibly rich. Yeah. But it's on the backs of all the people that helped him get there. Yeah. I was wondering, my I was thinking like all these guys went crazy during and after Jackass and stuff. Maybe there was some CTE involved. 
Oh, like I've, they they bang their brains up and stuff, and maybe that's why. For but they're, sure, they're no also, doubt about they're it. Crazy, also. So that's the problem. It's hard to like. Yeah, say. which came first? <laughs> yeah, the chicken or the egg? The crazy or the brain injury? <laughs> yeah, the toy car or the anus? <laughs> yeah. So, like I was saying, throughout all of this, Bam is seemingly a better businessman than a lot of these other kind of side jackass people. Um, he gets his own show right away on MTV. Viva called La Viva Bam. La Bam, which, in, like I was saying before, we were talking about all the CKY group group is involved in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another popular show. Yeah, another wildly popular show, and actually went longer than Jack. Jackass only went for three seasons. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I didn't realize. If you think about it, though, basically at that point, Johnny Knoxville is a superstar. Yeah, it would be too expensive to keep the band together. Well, I'm m- my guess is that you know all the agents of all the pl- individual players involved in this, you know, are looking at the MTV numbers and being like, they can't do this without you guys. They, they start playing hardball, you know, with the TV show. And then if you get like 15 dudes playing hardball, they're like, fuck this. We're just going to do movies and we're not going to do a TV show every week. Cause there's too much. Steve was like, you can shove that hundred bucks up your ass. I want two hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. And and then he did, he shoved it out in his own ass. <laughs> they only had twenty five episodes total. Yeah, eight se- eight episodes season one, eight episodes. Imagine season them two. splitting up all that money in like nine for season. But three. you know, as much as MTV's paying, I'm sure by season three they're getting a good amount. But Spike Jones in in Tremaine and Knoxville is still taking the bulk of that. They're making the most of money. Of course, yeah. And the rest of these guys aren't like doing. I'm wondering if like uh, Bam like made a huge crazy offer or like what he wanted mm-hmm. for the for season four, and then he's like, "Fuck this! I'm just going with my own show anyway." And they're like, "Fuck that! We're not going to compete with uh with Viva La Bam mm. and Jackass." And then Wild Boys, which came out later with Steve O yeah. and uh, the other guy there, um, Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius, yeah. So they're like, "Fuck it! We're just going to do the movies every once in a while." I think Spike is like, this is just going to subsidize my movies that make no money, <laughs> which are good, though. I, I like all Spike Jones movies. That was pretty interesting that his debut movie was being John Malkovich. Yeah. Because on the set, John Malkovich himself made a reference to Streetcar Named Desire. And Spike Jones is like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I've never even heard of Streetcar. <laughs> yeah. And John Malkovich paused and he's like... Who the hell am I working with? I know. <laughs> what is this movie that we're he's, making? He's basically a dude that doesn't have a college degree, which is like who's very good at the technical side of film and stuff and really knows what he's doing. But writing movies, I think that wasn't his kind of forte. Thing. Teaming up with what's his name? Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. Making arguably the most creative original movie of all time being yeah. John Malkovich. How the hell does that happen? Yeah. But anyway, that's a tangent so they go off on their own uh so ryan bam and all the cky people go off and start doing uh the the viva la bam uh the way the show started which i i thought this was funny they had uh, mtv sent out this producer who like rents a condo rents a car uh around westchester where they're going to be filming viva la bam so ryan and and uh bam go over there and they take that big hummer that they're always driving around 
and they drive the guy's rent a car directly into his living room <laughs> through the window <laughs> like at three in the morning at this producer's uh, place that he's renting. And uh, this guy's like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, As you should say. And you, you, you see Ryan saying like, I'm getting arrested for this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did they think that they were maybe breaking the law or... Good, someone oh, might die. I think they this. did all the time. I think that's the that's why they wanted to keep it within the parameters of the Westchester because they probably knew cops around there and stuff. And they, the cops were probably like, "Yeah, that's just Bam being Bam, whatever." Because you hear those stories about like one girl kind of nudged her friend into the swimming pool, and yeah. then her friend was paralyzed from that. Yeah. yeah, apply that to jackass. I'm shocked that that any of this stuff, the antics that Bam and Ryan did, like none of it led to someone getting paralyzed or killed or anything like that. And and, until, you know, something happened, of course, not related, right? It wasn't being filmed. So the kind of uh, unrelated separate thing, but But Dunn did have injuries, didn't he? Yes, he did. I'll get to that in a little bit. He did have some bad injuries. Um, Along with doing Viva La Bam, they did a movie called Haggard which is a story about a guy whose slutty girlfriend leaves him, you know, <laughs> speaking of highbrow. Um, <laughs> it's awful on every level. I, g- I gave it like 10 minutes. I'm like, this movie is awful. It Never so heard bad. of it. Was it released widely? It was not. It was like, uh, you know, it's kind of the same Dumb question. It was like straight a C- to the trash can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the same way CKY videos did, but not as popular as w- what they were doing before. They did another movie called Ming Hags in 2009, which I didn't watch, but I'm sure it was equally as bad. <laughs> Ming Hags? Yeah. Ming, Ming Hags. Ming Hags. Yeah, that's that's really great to confuse people just with the title. Yeah. On that movie, there was a production assistant named Zach Hartwell who was uh, listed on the movie as a car stunt driver. He was a production assistant from Jackass uh, and an Iraq War veteran. Wow, who was working with them? Thank you for your service. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, they did these side movie projects while still still doing their bread and butter Viva La Bam, which lasted for five seasons. Was that show? basically the same as jackass a lot oh. of it was the same i i think they had like they had like a storyline that they would follow whereas jackass the only storyline is the is the, the stunts yeah exactly um and they would just do a lot of stunts in like on Bam's property, he would mess with his parents most of the time. He was slapping his dad around. Yeah, he's beat his dad's ass. Yeah. That's one thing I remember from Jackass very clearly. Yeah, his dad would be trying to take a shit and he'd bust in and just be slapping <laughs> yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> his poor family members. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he also had that uncle character, Don Vito. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, I get a whole oh, Don great. Vito chuck. Yeah, you're, you're not going to surprise me okay. with anything. You know? <laughs> you know what? I give up. I'm done. Yeah. If somehow. You're Done. Ryan Dunn. You're Ryan Dunn. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be Ryan Dunn here at the end. No. It's not going to turn out You don't pretty. want to be Don Vito either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the gist of it is his whole, uh, Bam's whole family and then some of his friends that kind of like, you know, do pranks and like, mm-hmm. and like fuck around and, you know, drive the Hummer into crazy shit. A, <laughs> a wild reality show. Yes. He would beat up his dad all the time. And then Don Vito, like you were saying, he took that spot. He became yeah. the guy that the old guy that got beat up all the time. All right, tell us about Don Vito. <laughs> well, Don Vito was basically just his uncle. He was like kind of a no one on the show on Viva La Bam until um, he ate a snake eye and then, or a pig eye rather. Yeah. He ate a pig eye and then he got very popular. Ugh. 
Yeah, and then he ripped his toenail off. Oh, I remember that. And Ryan Dunn was waking up from a hangover, and it made him vomit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then people are like, Don oh. Vito is a fucking bankable star here. Makes me want to vomit just <laughs> yeah. remembering that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he became like that guy. He just spoke unintelligibly and just like, you remember and they'd beat him up and they'd like they go to Mexico and they'd leave him back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so you know, uh the, the show's going pretty well. Everything seems somewhat normal. But somewhat Don Vito normal. eventually he I didn't know this, but he would go around the country and like sign autographs. He yes. got so big he was signing autographs. Go around the country. you mean like a conventions something he was at a go mall. to malls he was at a mall one time he would just show up at the mall like yeah who yeah. wants my autograph <laughs> <laughs> with a pen who wants to play with me yeah <laughs> pretty much he was at the colorado mills mall in lakewood colorado i don't know how far away that is from like aurora or any of the other crazy shit that we're i on. think that must be the denver oh it's suburb. A, it is very it's close a, to it's denver. outside of denver yeah yeah how close is it to columbine <laughs> Never mind. All right, Mark, go. Uh, very close. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's like three towns over. Oh. Wow. You went to Columbine one I time. I did. Yeah. But I don't want to steal the thunder. No, no. <laughs> I'll tell that story another time. But I, I did have a very moving visit to yeah. Columbine where I was wearing a trench coat, coincidentally. Oh, boy. Coincidentally. Was, no, right. it sounds like a joke, but it was really cold out, and I was doing some canvassing for the... Voter registration in Big 2008. There, yeah. <laughs> they For have starter side? jackets. Yeah. You don't need a trench coat. For the Nazi party. <laughs> a, a group of us went to Goodwill, and I just needed a jacket for the afternoon because it was chilly. And I unraveled the thing outside. It's like a trench coat. And then I look at the neighborhood I'm assigned to go to. It's fucking... Someone points out in the car on the way there, like, oh, my God, I get the chills every time I see that place. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, Columbine. It's right there. Oh, yeah, really? His boner came through his trench coat. <laughs> he salivated. And so I, I <laughs> dropped the group off at their spots to canvas and get people registered for voters. And I fa- you're really the uh, manager. You're really taking control of the situation. I fast tracked to Columbine fast-tracked. to be continued. OK, uh, well, well, yeah, we'll stick a pin in that for now, I guess. But so what Don Vito was doing there. Uh, I don't know if he was wearing a trench coat or what. I don't know what he was wearing. But either way, he was signing autographs. And there was two 12-year-old girls that he inappropriately touched. Him yeah. just touching anybody is inappropriate. Yeah. It's He's just gross. gross. Him just showing up is inappropriate. He had like yeah. one dead eye and stuff. He sure and, did. You know. Many dead teeth and toenails. Like, And he's dead now. Yeah. He is dead. Yeah. Um, but he did get caught doing this. Um and he was actually represented after he, uh, he he went to trial by Pamela Mackey, who represented Kobe Bryant in his 2003-2004 sexual assault case. Same fucking lawyer. Really? Don yeah. Vito got it like that. Yeah. <laughs> you represent me. <laughs> so he got the big guns. He did, yeah. Him. He pleaded not guilty. And another crazy coincidence. Kobe Bryant is also dead. Yeah. I don't is it related? We don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll stick a pin in that too. Um the trial started October twenty second in Golden, Colorado. Um the attorney argued that his client had been playing a goofy, outrageous, and vulgar vulgar character like he was used to playing on Le- Viva La Bam. 
So that's what he was doing for these 12-year-olds. That's when a he, horrible when defense. When he's feeling them up. That's, <laughs> that is the worst defense he could yeah. come up with. Wow. Uh, they The prosecutor said this man was out of control during this public event. He was also intoxicated, that so intoxicated that he peed his pants while he was touching these children. Oh, my God. Jesus. I don't know if that Christ. was pee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick a pin in that too this lady loves taking on accused rapists in 2017 the attorney who will be taking over as lead counsel in the defense of a casper businessman accused of raping an, an unconscious 20 year old woman oh my god has considerable experience in such cases uh wow. yeah Jesus this Christ. is pamela Mackey. What a slime bag. Is I mean, that a word? She's either a slime bag or she's like awesome where she's just taking these assholes money and doing horrible defenses like that. Yeah. And so she knows she's going to lose. Well, maybe, well, maybe she, just, she just dumps money. it on purpose. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because this, he Don Vito got 10 years probation. Um, Doesn't sound like they won. Got a, he, he was guilty. Yeah. Did he not go to jail? He didn't go to jail. He got 10 years probation. And the other stipulation is this. How weird is this? Uh, he was not allowed to be Don Vito for 10 years. What? He's not allowed to be the character Don Vito. Wow. Even though his name is Don Vito. This is not like MTV or like, you know, uh, any executive saying this or, or mm. anyone working for MTV. <laughs> it's a fucking judge that says you can't be Don Vito for 10 years. Yeah, because his name is really Vincent Margera. Yeah. Oh, I see. He can't okay. be like... I'm done. That. <laughs> that is very interesting. Though. They they read the verdict and and Don Vito collapsed and he just yells out, "You might as well kill me now." <laughs> then someone shoots him. <laughs> yeah, if I can't touch twelve year olds, just kill me now. Kill me now. Why on earth would he want to continue doing the Don Vito shtick after that whole ordeal? Because he's fucking nuts. Well, yeah, because he's crazy. It'd well, be they, like uh, Jeffrey Jones, like, hey, when's Beetlejuice 2? <laughs> what, like after he... he <laughs> no, before. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably just one of these morons that, as soon as they get a little bit of clout, just believes their own shit and thinks that they're actually, like, fucking awesome well, and, like, he, better than other and people. And if he's drunk enough that he's pissing himself, I, I think he's just also... Yeah. That makes it so much worse. Right. Mm. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's got to be traumatizing if the pee is splashing everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> the pee is splashing everywhere. Yeah. I'm talking about traumatizing for anybody within, yeah. you know, the, county. the vicinity. Yeah. yeah. The if Don Vito, Don Vito pissed on me and I was... Uh, First of all, why am I at this signing? Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't care what your age is. Who the hell Who's wants in line? his autograph? Yeah, for a Don Vito. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want Tom Cruise's autograph. Yeah. What am I going to yeah. do with Don Vito's autograph? <laughs> Don Vito. You know what I mean? I don't keep like... Sorry, I can't go to your grandma's funeral. I got to go to Don Vito's uh, uh, autograph signing <laughs> at, at the, the mall. The Hobbelite Mall. The Hobbelite Mall. I don't even like keeping like important greeting cards from <laughs> yeah. loved ones. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do with Don Vito on a piece of paper? This smells like urine. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot make it to your wedding. Uh, Don Vito is signing uh, my ass on <laughs> Sunday. He's signing, <laughs> signing pictures of his dead toenail. <laughs> oh, yeah, the toenail. <laughs> Although, you get a toenail. You get a toenail. Let's be real. If we had a toenail and a piece of paper with his autograph right now, yeah. we'd start the Death and Entertainment Museum. I'd yeah. I'd take the toenail, yeah. <laughs> um, so either way, he was cut out from Jackass 2 and 2.5, which it recently recorded. So he was high on like the Don Vito-ness, but they 
after that, they take everything away from you. That's right. I read about that. That he, he had filmed something they, in Jackass number two. They deleted him. And they did, who replaced it? Do you know? I feel like I read. It's that. not like they they recast Don Vito. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I John read Goodman plays Don that, Vito. That they did do the stunt again with somebody else. Oh, because they cut to him. I don't know. Do you see anything on that, Kyle? I'm trying to look at like right like now. they wanted to skateboard over Don Vito with like right. a naked guy or something who like took a shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, he was cut out. Things were not great for Don Vito, but things were also not great for Ryan Dunn, the subject of our podcast here. And how's Bam doing at this time? Bam is starting to drink a little bit more. Okay. I think they were all just getting full of themselves. Mm. People was trying to fuck up. Yeah. Because everyone was getting too big. Everyone was getting too much money. The first Jackass movie, that made a ton of money. Yeah. So did number two. Well, uh, this takes us to number two because, um, as we were saying before, at the end of Jackass 2, as it was wrapping up, they did like some big, you know, promotional thing to wrap it up in which everyone was standing around and like wearing cowboy gear and they were all, they all had ropes tied around their feet. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, this horse would like take them all away. Oh, god. oh my god! I remember that. And that it everyone w- was fine, and it looked like innocuous, and like it didn't seem to hurt anyone. But for some reason, Ryan Dunn just fell the worst way on his shoulder. Oh, he got a blood clot in his shoulder, oh, which shit. almost killed him. Wow! Like he was like minutes away from dying. Minutes. Yeah. So how did they? Save him. They took him to a doctor, and the doctor's like, this is too big of a job for me. Like, dude, you're going to die. And they took him to a hospital. Fuck. That's what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> we got not a couple a good, minutes left. Not uh, a good doctor, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I'm just bringing this up because this is actually really interesting. Don Vito was actually photoshopped out of Jackass 2. What? In the trailer, you can see him sitting there, and in the movie, he's fucking gone. Holy shit. Literally photoshopped. We'll have to post that uh, on the Instagram so yeah, people can absolutely. see. Absolutely. But that's really funny. Thing. Recast or like replace him with another stunt, they literally CGI'd him out. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas is like, oh, it's easy. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put Jar Jar Binks in there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen is in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so people notice like, you know, they've seen Ryan Dunn do some crazy shit. He fell on his shoulder and like, they're like, are you okay, dude? He's like, he, he looked like he, he was going to die. Yeah. He's like, I feel like I'm going to die right now, guys, just so you know. Oh, and fuck. these are, this is a dude that like jumps in shit and like, you know, jumps off a roof and stuff. Yeah. He's fine. And I know, I know what a blood clot feels like. Unimagin- I didn't know anything about this. All right. A blood clot is unimaginably painful. Wow. It's the most pain you can feel without actually breaking something. Yeah. But to imagine it in your arm, that's crazy. Because first of all, you don't want it above your waist. Because it'll go, go to the heart, heart or lungs. And the lungs. It'll or brain. A, an embolism. But that must be like a new level of pain that you just well, can't. He just got picture. hit in the wrong, wrong yep. spot. Totally. After that, he was laid up for months and months and months. And then uh, to add insult to injury, he got Lyme disease from a tick. Jesus. And, oh and my it, God. it just made things so much worse. That even makes you depressed. Like Lyme brain, they call it. Lyme yeah. brain, yeah. Where it affects them for sometimes the rest of their life. They're Lyme. <laughs> <laughs> so he was out of the picture for two years. He's like, fuck this. Fuck jackass. 
Fuck all these guys. Fuck CKY. You know, fuck Bam Marjorie. Wow. Fuck Don Vito. <laughs> uh, so, so, before he fucks you. Before he fucks you or fondles you. Um, before he pisses Fondalac. on you. Oh, come anyway. on. Oh. <laughs> you mean fondle sack? <laughs> so he's out of the picture for two years straight. No one even knows what's going on with him. His sister, uh, Ryan's sister, witnessed him like just totally sink into himself. Like some people would always come up to him when they went out for dinner and be like, hey, you're Ryan Dunn from uh, Jackass. You're the guy that stuck the car up his ass. And usually he'd like be great with fans and stuff. But at this time, he's like, uh, no, that's not me. You're thinking of someone else. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. So he was not uh, he's not the the old happy go lucky Ryan Dunn as he used to be. And yeah. he's not working at a gas station again, is he? Well, I guess it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, he could be working at the gas station. <laughs> I wonder how many people were walking away like, I swear to God, that's the fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Full of shit. Yeah. And it like ruins your brain. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. like fucks with people. You like you beat your wife or something because you're so <laughs> angry that like it's not Ryan Dunn. I just saw a YouTube short where that happened with Chris Tucker. They're filming it, and they go up to him. They're like, aren't you Chris Tucker? And he's like, oh, I get that all the time. No, nah, man. And, and he sounds exactly <laughs> like Chris Tucker, by the way. What the fuck like, you think I'm Chris yeah. Tucker for, man? And then suddenly they're like, no, that you're Chris Tucker. And he's like, oh, man, how'd you figure it out? Yeah, I never, I, except for that Jeffrey Jones thing in the, uh, that time in the airport, I never go up to like celebrities and say, uh, are you that person? Because I know it's them. Yeah, exactly. What, what's the conversation after that? Right. Yeah, I'm uh, Dana Gould. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> What's your follow up to that? I got that nothing. It is weird to ask someone, are you him? <laughs> <laughs> um, so eventually, Ryan comes back around, starts hanging out with the CKY guys again. Um, he seemed to get his confidence back a little bit, getting the mojo back. He's got his mojo back. Um, he did a small appearance on the show Nit- Nitro Circus. Remember that? Oh, yeah. With Travis Pastrana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nitro Circus. It was like motorsport, like uh, X Games type shit. This dude was nuts. Yeah. I remember that guy. He yeah. would do the craziest shit on like a motorbike. Yeah, and exactly. was this MTV2 or MTV? MTV2, I'm pretty sure. MTV2 was doing some wild programming at that yeah. time. Do you remember Wonder Shows in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. That yeah. was so kooky, uh, but I, I really liked, I liked it at it. the time. Yeah, it was good. We had the tapes of it before it became a TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, it was crazy. In high school, we watched this shit. And then Hilarious. It, I was like, how the fuck did MTV pick this up? I remember there was one, one we used to quote all the time where it was like, uh, this little girl was like, Dear Jesus... Thank you for the bacon cheeseburger, you loser. <laughs> it was so nonsense. Just weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. Or, or yeah. The, not man on the street, but it'd be kid on the street. Yeah. Asking weird questions of people, catching them off guard. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I don't know if that led to like, um, do you remember the man show would have that kid on the street? He was like, hey, uh, what's up with you? And he goes like, yeah, nothing. And he'd be like. Why don't you head for the mountains, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Andy Malinakis, actually. That's where he started. Uh, where you were shocked to find out the guy's actually like 30 years I was old. shocked. I was totally shocked. Yeah, yeah, the man show boy. Yeah, yeah. That was Andy Malinakis, yeah, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. He could pass as a kid until he was like 40. Oh, no, seriously. Head for the mountains, dude. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Um, so anyway... After, you know, Ryan Dunn feeling better, get a little more confident, he comes back for Jackass 3, and it was like he never left. You know, he he falls right back into that Dunn role, um, and he was in a great place, like, mentally and emotionally. Um, he went on to get a, a brand-new show called G4's Proving Ground, which is the new show that he shot, I think, like, 10 episodes of. 
That was going to be his new show. It was like 2010, 2011 or oh, something. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I think it was like one of those shows where um, they help you figure out how to do basic things in life. Yeah. Mm. Before they did other shows after that, I think, that, do, that are like similar premise. I remember G4 being like a launch pad. I think Olivia Munn originally was on there. Was she? I think so. Before she got impregnated by John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an answer for the Don Vito thing in Let's Jackass number two. Yeah. It was a stunt where his tooth was pulled out. Oof. A string attached to a car. Oh, yeah. A Lamborghini, and it pulls the tooth out. It wasn't in Jackass number two because that was his stunt, so they just cut it. Okay. But they recreated it for number three, Jackass 3D. Oh, Lamborghini no shit. tooth yank. So, yeah, um, after that, he filmed a couple, like, small movies. He did a movie, a uh, TV show called The Bait Haunting, and then he did an indie movie called Living Will, in which he played, um, he plays a ghost who haunts his best friend and cousin who recently began dating. <laughs> what? Yeah. He was an actor? <laughs> he was an actor, yeah. Well, he was the main star of that horrible movie that Bam did, in which, you know... It's not a good movie. Ming but he, Hang? No, Ming Hang. <laughs> no, and then Haggard, Haggard was the first yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. These titles. Let's think of the worst possible title we can think of. While we're drunk in, yeah. in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And then we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. So he did like these bad. I think Living Will is actually a, a more professionally done movie. Okay. Um, so he's starting to set the stage maybe for a later career. He, character yeah. actor kind of thing. I think so. I think people liked him. I think he, someone called him like everyone's best friend. He looks like that guy who's everyone's yeah. best friend. You know, he's not going to fuck with you and he's like a good dude. Yeah. Good guy to have around. And he was like back to himself a little bit. Still um, drinking though. Still drinking. Um, Boy, was he ever. Was he still ever. Drinking. Well, let's get down to it here. Let's, let's get to the reason why we came here, guys. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the death of Ryan Dunn. Why you mean we? we didn't just come here to talk about Don Vito? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, another thing about him, he was not good behind the wheel. He was a good driver, but like he was like he was like chaotic. Like he'd he'd drive like a fucking maniac whenever he was driving. Those are conflicting statements. But I, he had control over the wheel. But he'd drive like 130 miles per hour. He chose to be a jackass. Going down like, yeah, he was yeah. a jackass. Bam Margera's mom used to always say, slow down, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Because he always would just speed. He had like 10 to 15 cars, so he was like a gearhead, basically. Oh, like, he did? He liked messing with cars, and he was like a Jay Leno, but, you know, was just gonna but s- not that awful. He wouldn't wear that much denim. I was just thinking that. Okay, so he's like <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld and Leno. Yeah, but also, <laughs> he put people's lives in danger for like a thrill, just yeah. for fun, basically, mm-hmm. It's not, which is not cool, in my opinion. And even, I, I think he might have killed someone later on. <laughs> yeah, I, mm. I believe he did. Um, Jay Leno has not done that yet, by the way. No, he just subjected us to his horrible comedy. Yeah, (laughs) Death by his jokes. If he was a serial killer this whole time, you find out. That would make the most sense, actually. (laughs) So Bam told a story about when they were in high school. Ryan told a buddy he could hook him up, hook his Volkswagen Jetta up with like a brand new car stereo at the mall. So his friend like threw him the keys and stuff like, all right, sure. You know, go go get it done. So Ryan gets... Jesse Margera, Bam Margera, and Rab himself, and they go on like a joyride with this guy's Volkswagen Jetta, basically. Wow. Whether or not he was planning on put th- putting the car stereo in the car, I don't know. So at some point, they're blaring the radio. They're having the best time of their lives. 
And then Ryan gets a car up to like 110 miles per hour, which is like a shaky Volkswagen. Jet, yeah. Which is like. <laughs> yeah. The wheel is probably just like. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember I had <laughs> a Ford shit. Escort. I got to like 90 and it was like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, um, 110. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? I'm just the normal road. On a no, I'm a normal road, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess what? Where else would it be? Yeah. Like a racetrack, well, highway. No, it, it wasn't like a five lane highway. It was just like a surface yeah, street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jesus. He, so he flips the car into oncoming traffic. And when Shut I say, the fuck up. When I say flip the car, I don't mean like horizontal. They're oh flipping like God. over like this, like head to uh, front to back. Wow. It's wow. like a fucking uh, John McClane. Yeah. Kettle, yeah it's like head over heels. Yeah. How do you survive that? Well, right before they were about, to, he was about to crash. I guess Rab himself grabs Bam's uh, uh, fucking um, safety belt and, and and puts it in because he knows something bad is about to happen. Oh, smart oh guy! God. Bam didn't even have a fucking uh, seatbelt on. Jesus. I guess Jesse, the brother, flies out of the fucking car. Oof. Bam's head fucking breaks one of the windows. Jesse Margera flies out of the car, lands in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. This is all pre-jackass. Uh, this is all pre-jackass. Yeah, this is high school. Yeah. This is like, this is what kills teenagers. Yeah. I don't know how this didn't end in a fiery wreck. He, it, I guess fiery wreck, it just the car just didn't catch on fire. Maybe yeah. like it was a Volkswagen <laughs> Jetta. Certainly a wreck. Yeah. Fine, but how doesn't it end with all of them as pancakes? Yeah. I don't know. I, Rob is the only one who, who survived perfectly, like nothing bad happened to him, but they all got pretty fucked up. But like nothing like noticeable, like in which like no one was paralyzed or anything, they, which they were fucking lucky as shit. Of course. And ever since then, April Margera hated, didn't hate Ryan Dunn. She still like dealt with him, but like was like pissed at him. Yeah. That like they were like she was like a freewheeling mom on the show. Like you, you it would be take a lot to really phase her, but she really hated that moment. Because both of her sons were in the fucking car. I would hate that person too. But imagine all the other things he did before that moment. Yeah, exactly. You make it sound like he wanted to flip it. Maybe he had a death wish. I don't know, but maybe subconsciously, but I don't think him as a person seems like a guy that wanted to kill five people in a car. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting Alejandro fired up here. <laughs> well, no, it's just like, come on. I don't know. He just enjoyed driving like a fucking maniac. As a teenager, I drove like a maniac, not on purpose, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so there's enough of that. So why do it on purpose? Well, over time, he got 23 driving citations. He got, I think, 10 for speeding, and he got a DUI in 2005, which he pleaded guilty um, and got off by doing like their the classes and stuff. Mm. First time offenders. First time offenders class. Yeah. So he got the um the whatever guilty charge switched to like a, a not guilty. Um yeah, I guess the last thing that happened was that he drove the gumball three thousand. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that's like a trip through all of Europe where these guys drive these like these high octane like sports cars through Europe for jackass. Yeah. Um and he was doing Bam said he was scared shitless throughout the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> And that takes a lot yeah. to scare Bam. So one night, June 20th, 2011, Ryan is out drinking in Philadelphia um, with his buddy, Zach Hartwell. Remember that uh, the stunt driver from Ming Hangs, <laughs> who is the Iraq War veteran? Yes. Oh, oh, that's him. That's him. Wow. 
Yeah, so they're hanging out in uh, in Philadelphia. David Lynch's favorite place, Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> that inspired the movie Eraserhead. Yeah. Um, on the way back, they stop by this place called Barnaby's in Westchester, which is you know the town where they all grew up and stuff. And they stayed out there uh, drinking until like three a.m. I think Ryan had about eleven to twelve drinks. People, witnesses have said it could have been more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's he drinking? I don't know. That's a good question. It could have been. I don't know if it was beers or if it was like hard booze. Because obviously, if he's drinking like vodkas and he's drinking eleven, yeah, that's like like that's like really bad. Well, the last picture of him, it looks like a beer. Does it? Okay. Yeah. So maybe it was beers and stuff, and they're just counting them as drinks. I would call those beers <laughs> instead of just calling them drinks. So after they're hanging out and stuff at like three a.m., um, Ryan is uh, Ryan and Zach are going home in uh, Ryan's brand-new Porsche 911 Carrera. They're on Route 322 in the town of West Goshen. Um, the Porsche 911 is also the car that killed Paul Walker, remember? Oh. They called this car the Widowmaker. Holy shit. <laughs> they made some widows. It's rear-wheel drive, and it's just fucking scary as shit to drive in if you're not 100% with it. So a lot of people have been killed driving it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's not like it shouldn't be a streetcar. Like people <laughs> should not be driving this like to the fucking market or to the laundromat. Yeah. It's like a race car. You know, you got to be a professional to kind of like understand how crazy this car is. It's not a streetcar named Desire. Ah. It's a street. <laughs> it's a streetcar named Destruction. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Is this thing on? Then turn it off. Cut um, <laughs> it. it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, they were believed to have been driving around 130 miles per hour. Wow. Whoa. And it's not. It's like a. It's like a dark road with like not a lot of um, street lights. Um, yeah. It's kind of windy. Lots of trees. Yeah, lots of trees and stuff, and it's just... Yeah, it's probably like a two-lane... It's not like the 405, which is like a fucking six-lane highway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that. It, even driving 130 on that is crazy to me. It's probably similar to the dark roads that Jane Mansfield died on. Yeah, not a lot of light, and just like, if you drive too fast, you just you don't even realize where you are. Yeah, you can't drive too fast yeah. on there. Yeah, those rural highways in the northeast, it's two-lane highway, dark, windy. Yeah. Not to be sped on. No, definitely not. So at some point, Ryan loses control of the Porsche. They hit the guardrail, sending the car into a ravine where it bursts into flames. <sighs> it's not certain whether or not they died instantly or how long it took them to die. I'm um, sure must have been inst- instant. They hit the guardrail. They went airborne and went right into trees. Yeah. And like then immediately. In, yeah. And then into this little ravine there. And yeah. like they died of blunt force trauma and thermal trauma, which is the technical term. But it pretty much means you were hit and then you got caught on fire. Yeah. Mm. Burns, yep. And no one knows how long it took them uh, to die. Um, Same with Paul Walker. Pretty much, yeah. I think it's not 100% certain, but people believed he died relatively quickly because he wasn't breathing uh, after. Yeah, there was no like soot in his lungs or whatever. Yeah. Um, the police chief said, I've never seen a car destroyed in an automobile accident the way this car was even uh, before it caught on fire. Yeah, mm. look at this thing. Wouldn't even know that's a car. Yeah. It looks like a 
fish. He, he <laughs> like said, a burnt fish. Yeah. Do you see that shape? Yeah. Like it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It looks like it. Like a. It came apart. The car. He's uh, the the police chief went on to say the automobile actually came apart. It was unbelievable. And I've seen a lot of fatal accident scenes like this, but the car just broke apart. It looks like an art installation at this point. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. it looks like some shitty uh, rich kids art installation yeah. in fucking the arts district. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call this Ryan Dunn. Oh my God. <laughs> I call this I'm all done. <laughs> um, I guess the skid mark on the road um, where Dunn tried to break her turn spanned 100 feet. Really? Yeah. Kyle has the picture open. That is quite a skid mark on the road, though. Yeah. And I'm sure they go for way longer behind this picture. Jesus. You can't even tell where the mark ends. Yeah. It's like it's the same shape as the real lines on the road. Yeah. Like right. it looks like it's just another line it's on the road. Direct yeah, line. Very yeah. straight. Yeah. Straight into the ravine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he was thinking in those last seconds. Like, probably, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, oh, like shit. That. Hold yeah. on. We're flying. Yeah, I guess it was also dark and windy. Uh, I'm sorry, dark and windy that night. So probably a little windy, too. Probably a little windy. Yeah. <laughs> the speed limit was 55. So that gives you an idea of how fast you should or should not be going. It was going so almost the- three times that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. He had a blood alcohol level. I think it was twice the state's legal limit of 0.08%. That's it. Yeah, that's I, I thought it would be worse, to be honest. And the fact that he's drinking beers. Yeah. I was imagining he was doing shots and. Well, I think people start early with shots and then they kind of like okay. as the night goes on, you know, yeah. <laughs> responsible, I'm going to hydrate with these beers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I who's guess. that third guy in the picture? They don't know who I doesn't say who that was. OK. And I'm guessing that's the person, though. That's no, it is. They know who it is. That's not Zach Hartwell, though. No, there's a picture with Zach Hartwell and Ryan Dunn, and there's a third guy in between them. Oh, okay. I didn't have who that third person okay. was. Sorry. Like, wh- who was hanging out I think out Ryan that night. tweeted that picture, though. I he think did. He, I think so. Yeah, it was his last post. Because if that guy was part of the group, he must be thinking, like, God, thankfully I didn't get into that car with them. Absolutely. Some people know, like, not to get in a, a car. Oh, it was just them, too. I thought for some reason it was all three of them. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think you're right. I think it was just a random person who was, like, um, who he took a picture with. And, like, you know, and Ryan took it and just posted it on his own Twitter also. It's just an interesting thought. Like, you're taking an infamous last photo. Yeah. Famous last tweet. Well, actually, speaking of Twitter, Roger Ebert got on Twitter after uh, Ryan died. And he tweeted, friends don't let jackasses drive drunk. Jeez. And what did Bam have to say about it? Bam was not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was intelligible what Bam said, but I, I know he was not happy. But um, I do know that he said, I'm here mourning my friend. And then that asshole fuck Roger Ebert has to tweet. Blah, blah, blah. Like, could you imagine going after a guy that doesn't have a jaw? <laughs> yeah, cancer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave the fucking guy alone. Well, the crazy thing about Bam, though, this is nuts. This is like Bam is crazy, but this is like completely insane. Um, Bam said that he had a premonition at the moment because he was in Arizona doing like a skate promotion thing. He said at the same moment at 1230. Um, he felt something when Ryan died. <laughs> I've never lost anybody that I care about. <laughs> it's my best friend. 
I was in Arizona when I heard, and I just remember we're, I was with some friends having the best time ever. And at 12.30, I just started punching out the windows of the rental van and ripping out the speakers, and I don't even know why. I wasn't mad at anything or anybody. And What? And if it's 12.30 there, that means that you <laughs> He's doing the math on the time difference. You got a problem there, <laughs> I know. Oh, boy. Him and Anton LaVey. Remember, <laughs> Anton LaVey was cutting Mansfield's head out of a magazine. Yeah, at oh, yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 the German newspaper. That is, I'm sick of all these people <laughs> making stupid shit up when someone dies. Like, <laughs> I dropped my glass at 12.30. Yeah, <laughs> or like trying to put these things together like they're all connected. Like, bam. Yeah, make a story you, out of it. You were on coke in Arizona, and you're like, the coke was hitting you too hard, and you start punching shit. Neglecting the fact that the night before, he was probably punching the shit out of something, too. Bam's crazy. I think That's this, an understatement. This is the straw that broke the camel's back with Bam Margera, I think. He had been drinking a good amount. He claimed he never drank one beer before Jackass, which I doubt. And he cl- he claims jackass is what really drove him insane. Yeah, because he was doing hard liquor. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he switched to hard liquor too, and not just Coors Light. I don't know, but uh, he went into a total spiral, which still going on to this day. He's been on Doctor Phil. He seems to like being like I noticed a trend with all these guys. They like being taped at every moment of their life. Same thing with Steve-O when he was going through his treatment and stuff and his like twelve step program. They're all. There's a video camera on them the entire time. Because mm. um, they're used to it. They they like the fame. Yeah. Well, Bam has never really recovered from his death, but I think he was going in a spiral in that way before. He was doing Adderall before that. I think that's Adderall and hard liquor are a very bad combination. Yeah. It yeah. makes you loud and it makes you fucking stupid. And <laughs> premonition aside, or whatever the hell you would call it, yeah. he was punching out the rental car before yeah. he heard yeah. about yeah. Ryan Dunn's yeah. death. So, yeah. It, Ryan Dunn didn't call him and say, like, yo, dude, I'm about to fly into a ravine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bam has been in and out of rehab like 10 times, mental institutions a couple times. Talk to uh, Phil. He's publicly he gone after all his old friends. Uh, he's currently suing Jackass after they fired him from the last movie. Uh, he gets into fights with random strangers on the street. Um, he got kicked off a plane in Atlanta for being too drunk. Uh, you really got to be that really drunk to get kicked off a plane like that. Yeah. Or really angry like Alec Baldwin. Pretty much, yeah. Shoot someone in the face. Uh, he got into a fight with a bellboy in L.A., and then he got a DUI in L.A. a couple days later. He's like Andy Dick, He's yeah. like, but like he travels more, though. Uh, and he just escaped from a rehab facility, and he was just located uh, this week, so he went back to rehab this week. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, he went missing a couple times. Yeah. I, I, his mom even says on this Dr. Phil appearance I was watching, he's like, his mom was like, he's on something else. It's more than just Adderall in alcohol. I think he's on crack, to be honest. I, <laughs> do you want to play this, Kyle? It could be, yeah. We've got to find out, yeah. are you bipolar? To find out I think so. if you yes. have a, an anxiety disorder. Yes. To find yeah, out least really it. everything that's going on with you. A lot. He needs to stop being in denial. He's doing more than Adderall. April March. Obviously, you can see that on Instagram. Nobody acts like that. <laughs> I think I'm so frustrated that, like, 
everybody just must be like, what do you want? I'm like, I'm not on anything. You're crazy. I'm Bullshit. just asking you if you'll cooperate in just doing crack. this. I just lost hope on doctors. You're the one that I would only listen to. The last person I left is Dr. Phil or else I give up. Okay. 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 Oh my God, <laughs> that's that's when you're really bad. Yeah. When you think Doctor Phil's gonna save you, everybody yeah. knows that if you're a guest on Doctor Phil, yeah, your life's in the shitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not gonna get better from that appearance. No. Yeah. No. It, he's under a guardianship now, which means like he's they took all his money away, and you know he's. Oh, I, he is under. I guess for Jackass conservatorship, he had, he had to piss in a cup every day for Paramount Pictures, and uh, yeah, he he had like. He had to go there like all the time in order to to confirm that he wasn't on drugs. Wow! So he's got like that Britney Spears thing going, the conservatorship. Yeah, yeah. And his parents obviously are in charge. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What a crappy conservatorship to get stuck with, though. <laughs> yeah. With Britney Spears, they're like raking in the millions. Yeah. <laughs> with Bam, I mean, what do you yeah, got? Nothing. Uh, actually, you know, to make things worse, Don Vito dies in 2015. That's a bad thing for him, right? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to make things worse. Yeah. Or, or to celebrate. I don't know. Yeah, celebrate the life of Don Vito. But that broke him up, too. And I think Don Vito, after he got that that 10-year whatever uh, sentence, I think it really, really hurt him. So the Marchera family is not doing well these days, to say the least. Uh, we have one more meltdown from Bam. I know we're going... Uh, video heavy here, but I have one last meltdown before we can move on here. Jackass was everything to me. And now, now I'm so relieved to <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and it says Bam Margera <laughs> presents. A title says that. That's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's yakking into a toilet. Yeah. He just probably oh. got the cocaine drip. Yeah. Fuck you, Knoxville. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes Tyrese look pretty yeah. well-rounded. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Fuck you, Knoxville. He says, uh, Bam says Knoxville and Spike Jones made him sign an agreement that they could fire him if he did any drugs. And apparently he did Adderall and drank a bunch. And so he was out. So he was out of the last uh, jackass. He's like, Does this count as drugs? I'm on a bunch of Adderall and yeah. drinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess there was a lawsuit from uh, the, the Iraqi veteran uh, sued um, the estate of Ryan Dunn for the accident. And I think they got some money because he had just recently got married. And uh, yeah, that was a sad thing to see oh him Oh my die. God. Yeah. Did he have a kid? No, no kid yet. Okay, buddy, but buddy. just got married. Just got married. And yeah. served in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah, you God. survived that to come home and die in a fucking crash after drinking. In a Porsche. Yeah, Fuck. that fucking sucks, man. Yeah, and it's just supposed to be a fun night out. You're having beers. And then this guy decides to drive. You know, I... I like Ryan Dunn from doing this research on him. I think I like the guy. I think I would have got along with him. I think yeah. a lot of people did like him. Just wouldn't drive with him. But I think that's just incredibly reckless and stupid to drive like that. Yeah. Um, a bunch of celebrities made official comments after his death. Uh, Sofia Coppola, which is an interesting one, I, I noticed. But uh, she made a comment. Tom Green, uh, Carrie Hart, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Tony Hawk, and all the Jackass members. Sophia was married to Spike Jones. That's true. Yeah. Um, so jo she knew him probably probably through that connection yeah. yeah well what other connection 
Who knows? Her dad, Francis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they well, met on the set of Jack. No, on, on the set of Wind. Oh, Wind, right. <laughs> when it blew off uh, Jennifer Gray's nose. <laughs> Who can keep all his great movies straight <laughs> yeah. at this point? <laughs> <laughs> These classics. Was Ryan Dunn possibly drinking any of Coppola's wine? Oh, now you're opening a, a can of wine here. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been awful <laughs> for them if in the photo, that last photo, he's holding up a bottle of Coppola's yeah, wine? Yeah, he was probably uh, <laughs> chugging it in the Porsche 911. They photoshopped that shit faster than Don Vito in number <laughs> yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of Photoshop work getting done. Yeah. Um, Kings of Leon paid homage to Don at their London Hyde Park concert by dedicating their McFearless song to him. McFearless, it's called? Yeah. Okay, that's McStupid. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> wow, Alejandro's giving the straight dope here. Yeah. At the end of the uh, getting pod, after people, getting yeah. after people, um, not all the Dunn Memorial stuff in celebrity culture was so positive. Actually, uh, Steve-O, who became a comedian for some reason uh, <laughs> after he got sober, also for some reason, uh, he got involved with the Comedy Central roasts. One roast he did in particular, um, everyone kept making fun of Ryan Dunn dying. Yeah, <laughs> and he got very. He seemed to get pretty pissed. Yeah, at the moment, I think he's. He's since like matured and got over it. Yeah, I think Fa- he figured out what it. You know, it's all jokes, but fuck, he figured he it out. So mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What gave, what gave it away? Yeah, the, I the fact it, that they're at a roast and people are laughing. Yeah, yeah. Amy Schumer. I, Amy Schumer actually g- gave the harshest one. I think I don't know who she stole it from, but yeah. like, she, <laughs> she did a pretty harsh uh, roast joke in which she said, "I truly am no joke. Sorry for the loss of your friend Ryan Dunn." I know you must have been thinking it could have been me, and we were all thinking, why wasn't it? That's the Stevo. Yeah, exactly. And he gave her an ice cold stare. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even giving a little smile like a smirk. to be a sport. Yeah. yeah. I feel about that joke kind of how I felt about the Chris Rock joke, you know, G.I. Jane 2. Yeah. It really wasn't very funny. Yeah. But it's also, like, not a big deal. It's a roast. It's what you came here to do. Yeah. yeah. There's some stinkers always, and Amy Schumer's going to tell a lot of them. Um, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, Steve-O later apologized to her saying, you know, I, I was a little juvenile about that and too serious, and I'm sorry. And what is he apologizing to her for? It's also okay to not laugh at a joke. I think, I think Steve was a good guy too. And I think, you know, he feels bad about like, he's when he, he was just starting out in comedy, mm-hmm. but when you work in comedy for like 10, 15 years, you know, it's a tough slog and anyone yeah. who's gone through it, you, you kind of like feel some kinship with them. Yeah. And if you're, you know, uh, getting into sobriety, you have to work the steps. I think it could have been apologizing is also making yeah. amends. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. Yeah, Steve said Ryan was a huge alcoholic and that's that's what killed him. That that was his opinion. I think yeah, I think he was stupid and an alcoholic and I think those two factor in. He had access to a lot of money in fast cars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was his opinion and everyone sure. else's. Probably. Yeah. I mean, he'd flip a not non-race car over. He did it with yeah. the Jetta, so I mean, yeah, the last thing with Bam Margera is uh he got um he escaped a treatment facility. Uh, like a couple weeks ago and yeah. he was missing for like a week and then they found him. So he is not doing, he said, I think a quote I heard from him was saying like, he's been mourning Ryan Dunn's death for 10 years and he's done. And then that's right before he went back into a facility and then went missing again. So yeah. who knows when he's going to finally kind of get to his senses and, uh, and be done with all this nonsense. For but 10 years? 10 years. 
But that's also, it could be just masking the fact that he just has been an alcoholic for 10 years. Kind of like him punching the rental car and blaming Ryan Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> he's still blaming that Ryan me, Dunn for I, acting. I was shocked. I was like, come like, yeah, he's like to Enterprise. That's the reason why he tells them yeah. they broke their car. Like, can you leave Ryan Dunn alone finally? <laughs> yeah. You got to stop blaming him for acting like a complete nutcase. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the Ryan Dunn uh, unfortunate story. Damn. It is. Yeah. Uh, you know, that guy, you know, the Iraq veteran. Yeah. What's his name again? Zach, Zach Hartwell. Zach Hartwell. Yeah. That's really like, you know. Just, that to me was the worst part of it because he wasn't a lot not mixed up in the game, no, as you'd say. You know, all. he wasn't in the game. He was just kind of like he was an assistant. He's made no money. Like Ryan Dunn died with some money. He had some money. God, and he was probably. He had a TV deal. He had like shit going oh, on. Oh, yeah. He knows fame he knows like the good life yeah and uh, this guy he was probably having an amazing night yeah He's like oh i'm friends with ryan dunn we're having such an awesome time yeah yeah oh it looks like barnaby's the bar that he was they got sued too at, for yeah, over serving him. yeah yeah i forgot to mention that sorry yeah yeah um bar will not face charges but they did get sued for civil stuff yeah um I mean, yeah. What are you gonna do? You're out it's of hard bar. to make a charge like that stick. You know, yeah. like you you serve them too much. But whereas they were at like three other places, right? And, exactly. And they don't know that they're driving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How are you supposed to know who who's has driving? a car out front? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't like be like a nanny and just you know, see who's driving and who's not. You know. Yeah. People got to be responsible for themselves. You said like, Kyle's a libertarian now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're lucky they didn't take any more with them. They yeah. could have hit someone else. I mean, yeah. clearly he was out of his fucking mind and yeah. they had no idea which way was up. And that's why they landed in the ravine. Well, that could have been a car they hit. That could have been someone on the street. Could have been a kid, yeah. But yeah. it was like three o'clock in the morning. But still, like, you know, you never know. NBC Philadelphia is saying that he had six shots, two beers. That sounds a little more like it. Yeah. yeah. But wow. That's a lot of shots, yeah. That is. <laughs> yeah. Six. <laughs> I just got the chills thinking about yeah. shots. And then two beers. Shots. Shot, <laughs> Kyle had a couple too many. Yeah. Beers, I think. <laughs> you need some water there, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't realize this. NBC Philadelphia is, uh, they reported that after they flew over the guardrail, they slammed into a tree and burst into flames less than 100 yards from Hartwell's home. Oh. They were oh, right my God. fucking next to his house. I didn't even know Fuck, that. Man. man. They could have driven through his house at that rate. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first awesome. time. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, you know, yeah. RIP. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, known for driving shit. through people's houses. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. flipping cars. Rest in peace, Don Vito, Ryan, Zach Hartwell. Eh, not so much Don. But, oh, uh, okay. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. He... Child molesters, uh, we could. <laughs> He lasted longer than he needed to, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. He was only 59. He, he I almost, thought he was like 100. I know. He almost made it through his tenure uh, Don Vito sentence. Yeah. Because that <laughs> was eight Vito. years. It was 51 mm. when in a, yeah, he had two, How is that two more years. How is that thing? You can't be <laughs> Don Vito. You Jeez. can't be your character anymore. Yeah. Final thoughts. Don't go drinking, driving, and speeding. Yeah. Friends don't let... Jackasses, Jack <laughs> drink and drive, drink and drive, yeah. whatever Ebert said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just Ebert didn't even have to say it. Like, it's just a no-brainer. It's 
I don't know. He had a t- good Twitter thing going at that time yeah. since he couldn't talk oh, anymore yeah, with that's the draw right, thing. Yeah. So I, I really think he was just kind of seen as like, okay, this is a moment, you know, I can kind of remind people like a public service. <laughs> I think that's a, what people know. what people felt maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So do you think he shouldn't have tweeted that? No. Why? Yeah, exactly. He's not connected to them in any way. And it come on, everybody. It was a joke. Also, like a pun, like jackass. You know what I mean? It's a reference. Yeah, but it just seemed to me to be a little bit too much of a dig. So you think he shouldn't have tweeted? No. Oh, I thought you meant no, like, oh, it was fine. No, I mean, no, he shouldn't have tweeted it. Oh, I totally misread you. He had zero connection to Ryan Dunner. It's like, yeah, of course, no drinking and driving. Like, we all fucking think that. He's a public figure. I think he was just tweeting too much, to yeah. be honest. And I think he just wanted to say jackass. He, he wanted to say a little joke. He yeah. didn't have a jaw. Give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet Amy Schumer is allowed to make a joke. At a roast, yes. Well, Ebert doesn't have a jaw. Un- you, you have a very flimsy <laughs> argument here about the jaw not being there. <laughs> Neither does Zach Hartwell, okay? Yeah, no In fact, shit. his jaw dropped when he heard about that. <laughs> it never got reattached. The one, yeah, the, yeah, the one he never had. <laughs> okay, now what about the Schumer joke? Was that okay? Yeah, of course. It wasn't a good joke, but it's better than it's, it was at a roast. What a snowflake you are. No. Ebert tweets a, a clever thing about Jackass. It's clever. Like, oh, Ebert was way out of line. You think it was that clever? It wasn't that clever. No, I think he viewed it as like, hey, maybe there's a couple of knuckleheads who will read this and be like, yeah, you know, maybe I won't like drive he's save, drunk He's tonight. saving the roads or something? Yes, no. Thank you. Yeah, who's stumbling out of a bar being like, oh, I got to drive home and then being like, oh, wait. Roger Ebert told me <laughs> yeah. not to drink and Hold drive. On. Let me look at Roger Ebert's feed on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> before before I turn the keys. Okay, uh, million dollar baby, four stars, and okay, don't drink and drive. Cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. At least one person probably. Tommy Boy's the worst comedy ever made. Shut the fuck up. I know. Up. Yeah. What's up with that? Why? Is Who cares, yeah. guys? Now you're, you're digging up old reviews now. Yeah. That is so unfair. Yeah. In fact, one day I'm gonna do an episode on Ebert. So good. You just get ready. And we can oh. shit on him. <laughs> that sounded like a threat the way that Alejandro was saying it. Yeah. It's just like, listen, film critic, shut up and play the hits. Yeah. And if it means anything, which I don't like your arguments, period, about this Ebert thing. But the dude also, besides not having a jaw, he <laughs> was an alcoholic. Well, if anybody knew that. So who was he to tell anyone to do anything? Because he was an alcoholic, he had, you know, the... Uh, wait, what's my argument? The context. <laughs> yeah. No, he had the authority. The life experience. The life experience to say, hey, the life take, aquatic. take it from me. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he liked the life aquatic. <laughs> Billy Joel should have came out and said something. Because yeah, <laughs> well, he's got like three DUIs he, he's and, ne- and drove through an old lady's he's house. Never, he's never been witnessed driving sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Joel did tweet about it. Did he? he? Said, Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> he's, I'm moving out. <laughs> I'm I, moving in. I'm moving in. <laughs> I'm moving towards the ravine. <laughs> Oh, boy. I didn't start the fire, or did I? Yeah. <laughs> no, but th- this was an interesting discussion, because I didn't realize you two were so offended by Roger Ebert. I mean, give me a fucking break. Oh, uh, if he said some shit about my friend, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I'd, I'd break pissed. his other jaw. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mean your friend that killed somebody? Yeah. That yeah. took someone out with him? Yep. Recklessly and could have killed a lot more people? Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Anyway, guys, uh, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Death and Entertainment. Yes. What else? YouTube, uh, Death and Entertainment. Yes. And Twitter at DiePod2021. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff out there stuff cooking. Out there. And yeah. we, you know, we love your feedback. We love your input, ears, comments, listening. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Give us a five star review on Spotify and, uh, and iTunes. on iTunes. Yeah. We yeah. need those. And on iTunes, say a couple words, you know, at, including. Your five star review. Give that us helps. some pros. Give us some pros. And Samantha mentioned that she loves Spotify, yeah. but boy, YouTube is YouTube. just that much better. There we go. Some so, spice to it. So yeah. you might want to check out some of the video content yes. if you haven't Do. already. Yeah. We are starting to post some uh shorts. One minute long, but they're very fun. Alejandro's done a great job, and we're gonna continue to put those out. And we will be putting those on Death and Entertainment's tiktok yeah. that is coming this week so Absolutely. check out look out for that coming soon keep an yes. eye out all right Big well stuff. thanks for listening don't go dying on us Bye-bye. you have just heard a true hollywood murder mystery i have never seen anything like this before the movies broadway music television all of it a place that manufactures nightmares okay everybody that's a wrap good night Please drive home carefully and come back again soon.